Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. Always fun to have you with us, especially this time of day, because we get to sit and chat with great professionals in and around Butler County about <laughs> issues that are important to you uh, in Butler County. And today we're joined with Spencer D. Geibel, Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Spencer's back again. Hi, Spencer. How good, are you? Good morning, Tracy. How are you? Jeff? Nice to always see you. Always. And, you know what? And let me get all the different ways people can listen before we start into our conversation. But so, folks, if you're listening now, of course, you can continue to listen to us on the radio you do have the app that is on your smartphone you can download that for free by the way uh you can also uh listen to us on alexa power devices and online now i'll mention online last because what you can do is you can go and go wisr680.com and then you turn around and pick programs let's talk and then you look for Spencer D. Geibel Cremation Service, a funeral home. And so that's what you're going to look for, and that's going to be the podcast of the day. All right. All the business is done there, Spencer. Thank you, <laughs> Now it's all your business get now, right? Get through the mandatory stuff Yeah, first. get through that stuff first. All right. How you doing, Spencer? I'm good, dear. I'm yeah. good. I've been really busy. Yeah? Really busy. I'll bet. I'll bet. And before I ask you how busy you are and, and things, anything new, the latest that's coming up? I saw your billboard, by the way, because I love the fact that usually when you see a billboard, you see one, and that's great. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing these two billboards. They're all stuck together. And I'm like, it, it's just one seamless mm-hmm. ad. That's pretty nice. I have two doubles up now. One at the end of Hanson Avenue and one on 68 West. Okay. Yeah. Both the exact same billboard, the exact same vinyl with a very strong point. Good. That there's another idea finally for Butler and the people of Butler. So let's explain again where you are exactly. And then let's explain what that idea is. Sure. Sure. Uh, my funeral home is located at 140 Newcastle Road, Butler, PA, 16001. I am one building below the state police barracks on the hill, on the right side going up the hill. Um, the funeral home opened up about 125 days ago. I've been open since July 12th. And um, the idea was to build a funeral home and an idea that was practical and affordable and finally met the needs of Butler's residents. So when I talked to you a while ago, any business, of course, takes a little bit of time to get off the ground. But you're just like buzzing. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's a, and it's a great thing for any business to be you it know is. have that turnaround. I'm helping a lot of families. The the goal was, you know, to bring a new idea to Butler and help a few families before the end of this year. I was I was hoping to help three, four, five, maybe six families right. in five months, and I've already worked with twenty five families. And we've had numerous, numerous prearrangements. And, you know, I let these families choose exactly what they want. There is never an upsell. If they come in and they want option A, it's option A the entire way through. If they want option C, it's option C the entire way through. I keep them involved the entire time. And no matter what they want, we try to find a way to to figure it out. I try to be extremely practical, extremely affordable, and just offer what folks have been asking for. Well, okay, so let me put myself in somebody's shoes that may come to you. Sure. I know you get a lot of questions, any business does, and especially when you're brand new, they're wondering, you know, why why are you different, and, and we can talk mm-hmm. about that. But let, let's say I come into you, and, and I know you're busy because, you know, I, I, you do have time for people. I don't want to get the idea across that you're so busy you can't meet mm-hmm. with people, but you have really taken off. So if I'm coming in and, and I'm saying, you know what, Spencer, you're so busy, you know, I, it, you're always helping another family. I mean, you're taking this this town by storm, if you will. Um, what would you answer to that? I would answer by saying that Butler has been asking for something for a very long time, and I simply offered that option. There are um, 
a lot of trends in our field that are happening in this area, and I'm trying to offer those ideas. You know, a very modern idea with a personality, old-fashioned values of, of me doing everything. Once you meet with me, every question gets answered, every request gets fulfilled, and I walk with my families the entire way through the process. If it is burial or cremation, start to finish. I keep my families involved. And little things. I'm very laid back. I, I get thanked so often for how I dress, how I act, how I live, and that I'm just a very simple, practical person. Uh, other things, like I don't use an answering service. So when families call, they get me. The owner answers every single phone call unless I am somewhere like here on a radio show mm -hmm. or doing public speaking or with another family. Those are the only times I have another employee answer the phone. So calls are never bumped to an answering service. They come directly to me. If a phone call comes in at 4 in the morning, it's the funeral home owner answering the phone. When there is a death at a private residence, unless scheduling restricts me, it's me going to that house at 2 in the morning or 4 in the morning and meeting with these folks. It's not an outside service. Um, I designed a very simple package idea. So folks can come in and give me an idea, and they can choose one of these three packages or one of these three packages, and it keeps the entire picture so much more simple for families because folks don't normally know exactly what they want, nor do they ever know what options are there, what benefits are available, what funding is available, and how much wiggling can be done for them. So we always try to lay out the simplest form, keep it practical, keep it affordable, and make sure the family stays in control the entire way through, no matter what they want. If they ask for a simple cremation or a full three-day funeral. I always think when I talk to you that that image of having like a menu and you're checking off the things that you do want mm -hmm. and you're paying for those things that you do want. Is, is that a good image in a sense? I mean, or do you have a package that says this is what's all involved in package A, package B, or package C? Package A, package B, or package oh, okay. C. Okay. You can ask for things in an itemized fashion, but to keep it simple, I've reduced the prices and I've reduced the complexity and I made three or four packages for burial and three or four packages for cremation from the simplest form to the most complicated form. So, and we, we don't have the add-ons. Most funeral homes have a number plus, plus, plus. When I offer a number, it's normally a very round number, as you see in the billboards, 1500 for direct simple cremation, funeral starting at 3000 um, That's pretty much it. So folks can come in, request that, and actually receive that. That is the entire service cost. I don't have add-ons to all of my services unless something that is extreme, exactly what they see is exactly what they get. And so how do you, I'm going to ask you about how you live your life as a funeral director, mm -hmm. if you don't mind, because I go back to the image of when you're saying somebody's calling at 4, 2 a.m., mm -hmm. 3 a.m., and you have to go out. You have an interesting life because of the nature of what you do. Mm -hmm. And is it something that you, I want to say get used to because you're always on call? Most definitely. And I'm on call through and through, 24 hours a day, holidays. I offer my cell phone to everyone, which is 412-605-8340. Perfect example. It is right now. Um, yeah, just uh, after 11 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, late morning. Mm -hmm. And this morning I was woken up to a home passing. So I had to immediately get ready and locate my full-time employee. And he and I went to this house 
and brought a gentleman back to the funeral home. It really? So, so then, it, yeah. If it would, if the phone call would have came in at four in the morning, we would have went at four. This morning, it was just before eight a.m. So I'm literally on call for request and for services 24 hours a day. What happens in that process? And you don't have to go into details, but just that generally speaking, when you go to a home and, and that process has to start, do you spend that time with the family then? Do you spend the time there making sure that that loved one is now taken care of and out yeah. of the home? I mean, what's that process? I'm very old-fashioned when it comes to someone passing away. I focus on the family. I focus on, I make sure they are safe, they are comfortable, that their primary initial questions are answered. I give them simple direction on how the process is going to start, and then I take care of the loved one, and we get them back to the funeral home. Now, I know you're giving your phone number out. I know it's on billboards. I know people can look it up. Mm -hmm. In the moments of emergencies, though, Mm -hmm. you don't think that I have Spencer's number in my cell phone. You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, it's just not where the mindset is. Yeah, I still have folks ask, can we really call you 24 hours a day? I say, yes, most funeral homes operate 24 hours a day. So my point in that is how important is it then for us to talk to you beforehand? Because sometimes, you know, when I talk to you and I can see you on the street, I'm like, hey, Spencer, Mm -hmm. there's Spencer. In the moment... You know, I'm, I'm crushed, I'm sad, I'm devastated, and so I'm not thinking the way I typically would on a normal day. It, so how important is it that we talk to you beforehand? It's dramatically important. It simplifies so much. If folks can come to me, start making decisions, get a rational perspective of what they want, what their loved one wants before someone passes away. Um, my last two families, they came in a few days prior to someone passing away, and they were at least able to get an outline, a, um, a simple plan of what they wanted, what their loved one wanted, and we had some direction to work off of. Some folks come in in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and they plan for the passing 20, 30, or 40, or 50 years from now. So that's another avenue. But folks do deserve information, and they do deserve their questions being answered. I ask everyone, no matter what they choose to do, to please call me and have all their questions answered. So no matter who they choose to work with, they at least walk into that office knowing what questions to ask and knowing what is available for them. So going back to that scenario where I'm putting myself in the shoes and I'm coming to talk to you, and I know you've already talked about um, the pricing, so Mm -hmm. I don't want to ask you about that again. And, And we talked about you being busy. But what if I come in and say, you know, I've heard you on the radio You've talked a lot about transferring um, the account or, or the prepaid arrangements. I, I heard you say it. I, I didn't catch the rest. What you would know, you say? What, what's that mean? I talk about this often. Um, a family is never locked in with a funeral home. No matter what funeral home they paid in the 80s or 90s or five years ago for a service, they're always allowed to use a different funeral home. They're always allowed to move and use a funeral home in a different state or use it a new funeral home in their personal area. Um, A family could meet with a funeral home 15 years ago, plan an entire service, pay that funeral home. That money was then invested into a trust or into a savings or into an insurance policy. And if they choose to use a new funeral home, that money's still there. It's still safe for them. And the funeral home that actually does the work, the the final funeral home they choose to work with, is the one that is able to apply for those funds. Funeral homes like mine, I accept transferring prepaid funerals and prepaid cremations from other funeral homes to mine, and I accept prepaid and prefunded funerals from other funeral homes. So folks could have met with a funeral home at Pittsburgh or Butler or up north, 
come to me and they say, this is what we had planned. We invested this money into this policy or this trust or this bank. Are you willing to offer the same level of services but ask for less? And almost every time the answer is yes. My numbers are dramatically less than most other funeral homes. I'm willing to do a lot more work and keep it a lot more personal and actually do it myself. So the overall costs are dramatically less. So folks come to me with prepaid and prearranged funerals from other funeral homes. I take a peek at them. I look to make sure the money is secure. I look to see what they asked for when they met with the primary original funeral home. And we just transfer it to my paperwork. And, you know, if and when someone passes away and they call on me, we're able to use my numbers and my services versus what they asked for 20 or 30 years ago. Is that the key that it's the same services? No. No. No, folks okay. are allowed to change their services up or down. Some folks have a simple cremation organized somewhere else, and they choose to have a full funeral at my funeral home. Or they may have a full funeral with three days of viewing that was scheduled and programmed and planned in the 80s, and now they want a simple burial, or they want a shorter visitation period. So they're always allowed to readjust. Nothing we do in a pre-arrangement conference is ever set in stone. It can always be adjusted. So what happens if, uh, with the pricing structure that you have, you say that you're lower than other funeral homes, and then someone comes to you with a um, already prepaid, mm-hmm. uh, pre-funded uh, funeral plan. If they want less, how do you adjust for that? Again, you're going back to your packages like A, B, and yeah, C? Yeah, we draw up the arrangements under my price lines on my forms, and the numbers always seem to be different. But even in this case, I've met with two families recently that had pre-arrangements from out of the state, and their numbers were even less than what I offer. And mm. I chose to accept exactly what they had invested to keep these families happy. One was from out west, and it was um, an extremely, extremely reasonable simple cremation, and it was much less than I asked or anyone at Butler asked. And she said, would you accept this towards your cremation? And I said, most definitely. And she goes, but it's less than you ask. And I said, ma'am, it's okay. It, makes your, it, make, it keeps you secure. It keeps you happy. And it keeps your family happy. So even when it's less than is pre-planned, I'll still accept that most times. Is it, is it less out in the country most places, aside every from state Pennsylvania? Varies. Or it, it yeah, does every vary? state varies a little bit. Um, city structure varies. City size varies. Um, the religious base to an area or a region, those all come into play. Hmm. We're talking with Spencer D. Geibel, Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. And um, it's always nice to be able to talk to Spencer because he's always willing to talk to you. I mean, he's already out there and he is quite busy. And um, it's nice to be able to see. You said you were hoping to, to serve one or two families. You're beyond 25. It's, it's a, a tricky conversation to have with you because of the nature of what you do. Most you know, so it's one of those things that it's like you want to celebrate the fact that you're so busy. At the same time, if you think about it, you're so busy for that particular reason. And it's, you know, it's the end of life. And, and all is. of us are going to get to that point. It's the one guarantee we all have. And the way I look at it is the families that I've worked with and all of the ones that have come to me for questions and come to me for prearrangements, I'm offering them a higher quality service at a much more fair cost. So I look at it as an absolute benefit in all directions. Their loved ones are being treated with the absolute highest level of dignity, the absolute highest level of care, and the family that survives, they are able to protect their loved one's inheritance. They're able to protect their loved one's family lifestyle and structure. And um, we keep it very practical. 
and affordable and simple. And I always use those three words because that's the goal. The goal is our culture is going in that direction of practicality and simplicity and affordability. And that was the entire structure to the funeral home from how I built the price list to how I built the actual building. We're going to talk about that building, too, because it was a, a different business for quite some time. Yeah. And now it's just altogether different, and it's serving your purpose as well, especially with your parking. I, and I, we weren't talking about your business, but mm-hmm. I was talking about in-house here somewhere. I'm like, I'm a person who likes space. You mm-hmm. know, give me a parking space. Give me some room to open the door. You know, give mm-hmm. me some room to walk across the parking lot. I'm just that kind of mm-hmm. person. And you have that yeah. at your Ma- funeral home. Massive building, massive hallways, um, enormous uh, 36 parking spots. Um, the building's phenomenal. I, I proved that you can actually turn an auto parts store into a state-of-the-art, beautiful, beautiful funeral home. It, the inside is stunning. The outside's amazing. The inside is stunning. And so what is the reaction that people have when they go through the, the service? Because, of course, the family will be working with you. Mm-hmm. But then you well, have all the loved ones and the friends coming in. Do you sense that reaction? Do you get a reaction from those folks that are coming in for that, that visitation and then sometimes funeral? I hear a couple of things every single time. That sigh of relief. And they say, finally, another option. This is exactly what we wanted. The amount of appreciation cards and thank you cards and suggestions and referrals that I'm receiving is mind-boggling. It's an absolute honor. It's an absolute honor to come to my hometown and offer a service that people actually desire and they want and they strive for. And I'm thanked and appreciated for that service through every family so far. Well, and when you say, and I know you've described your services and the packages, and I understand that when they're saying this is exactly what I I was looking for, are they being specific? Like, was it the time structure? Was it the care? Was it talking to you personally? I mean, are they giving you specifics on this is what it is that turned me towards you? The main two things are my efficiency of how in tune I am, how much I stay in contact with them, about the entire process, plus for at least a week after all services are complete, I always follow up with my families, and how laid back I am, that I don't hide behind a mahogany desk or a fancy car or a fancy watch, that we sit down at a round table, that we all make decisions together, or we sit down in their private homes and make the decisions together. So I think it's a combination of how simple, um, how efficient, and how laid back. I am. Though I always say it this way, that I feel I'm the only funeral home in the area that I can state this, that I am a hometown guy offering a hometown service at a hometown price. It's just that simple. And you're going to homes. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick on that for a Mm -hmm. moment because we do seem to live in a society where, you know, used to go out to go anywhere shopping or now things are coming to you in your own home yeah folks want and to that concept it seems to be right along with what you're doing now of course folks can come to your Most your definitely. funeral home and meet you there or meet in a public place Most definitely. you know that's always uh, of course a given but for those folks who may not be able to get out of their house or they would prefer you coming to them mm-hmm. that is an option and after a life event which is so traumatic and so extreme and and so affecting they want to be comfortable and where are they more comfortable than their own kitchen or their own living room. So I always give them the option. We can make arrangements in your home. I'd be honored to come to your house. Um, sometimes for the first for the first arrangements, it, it, it helps a lot. You know, folks are a lot more comfortable 
on their own couch versus in my office. And don't you find some folks really like that um, intermediate place where maybe it's a coffee shop, maybe it's a restaurant where it's not in the space of your funeral home. Mm -hmm. And again, your funeral home is gorgeous, but still being in the funeral home Mm -hmm. for some folks just brings on that emotion that they really don't want to pay attention to. But if you're in a neutral place, Mm -hmm. can that soften the blow of the the nature of your conversation. I think so too. I've met a few families in local senior centers. I've met a few families in um, in receiving rooms at a long term care facility and a nursing home. So if that's the op- if that's an option, we, we'll go that route. Whatever makes them comfortable. Right. That's the that's the end goal. Is that these families walk away and they feel relieved. They feel safe and they feel comfortable through every aspect of an end-of-life service. Spencer D. Geibel with us with Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. And Spencer, uh, again, I go back to me putting myself in the shoes of coming to you and asking these these questions to you. But um, when you're talking about being so busy, it's it's a good thing, again, for a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're talking about uh, meeting with people where they are. And then we get into the details of transferring things. Um, what happens when I, you know... I caught half of what you said. You know, there's so much information here. Mm-hmm. This is something that I really don't want to talk about, or I do want to talk about, mm-hmm. but it's just overwhelming. What? What? Can I talk to you again? Can we Most meet again? Definitely. How many times do you meet with me before I can make a decision? I've met with families a few times. I, I ask nothing to be signed. My, my first goal every single time, if it's at need or pre-need, that meaning if someone has recently passed away or they're planning for someone's passing in the future, my first goal, and I announce it every single time, is let's get your questions answered because folks have questions. And once a few are answered, they know more to ask. And that once those are answered, they know a few more to ask. My first goal is always to answer questions. A couple of days ago, I drove out to um, Shakur Medical Center. A man had some questions, and he wasn't asking for arrangements. He was asking to have questions answered. I said, truck him out. We went out. Um, I took my coffee, actually. We sat down in his, uh, in his private room, talked for about an hour. And after that conversation, he actually knew what he wanted. Mm, okay. And he knew how he, how he could protect his one son, his one child. Okay. So without those questions being answered, he was just left in the dark. He didn't know what to ask. He didn't know what was eligible. He didn't know what was available. So I always start every time I meet with folks is to get your questions answered. It's always my first go-to. So because your prices are, are cheaper or reduced, I should say, you have great service for a great price. We'll mm-hmm. put it that way. Um, so what happens to that money then if there is money left over? Is that coming to me, going somewhere else? What do we do with oh, that? Oh, if folks come to me and they have an insurance policy, and let's say the policy is $3,000 more than their final funeral home bill, that money goes to the original primary beneficiary or back to the estate of the deceased. So where else do you, what do you want to leave with us today? Because we still have about five minutes left with you, and I want to make sure we get in as much information as possible. But where else do you want to take us that that you know that we don't know enough about you? Because you've been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've My been entire in this, life but, yeah. has been around this field in one city or another. My entire life has been around this field. Yeah, the dream was, and this was a dream of mine. I've always dreamt to open my own funeral home my way in my hometown. And that dream was to fulfill what folks actually need. 
you know, what they want and what they need and get away from the upsell idea. Get away from the big money market idea. Get away from the fancy Victorian home idea and get to a point where options, cost, um, my availability, the entire picture is practical or the entire picture is laid back. I told you before, I always play music in the funeral home Mm -hmm. and I play comfortable music. Beatles, Billy Joel, Cat Stevens, or whatever families want to hear while we're meeting. So the entire picture, I'm trying to make it more practical, um, more more matching of today's day and age, where folks want to feel cared for. Folks want to feel supported. Folks want to feel loved, and they want to trust the man or woman that's working for them. So afterwards, you say you stay in contact for about a week or so mm-hmm. after. Every time. Um, Every time. Who do you partner with or do you have partners where if somebody needs some emotional support because of the passing of a loved one, do you um, offer them information of where they can go get that support? I do. Every Great question. Every single time I have a local certified grief counselor that I offer her name and information. Now, she does not work for me. Right. She is a very close friend of mine, and she's a woman that I really trust, and I really trust her. I offer her number to my families. So everyone's notified that that's an option, but I don't offer her number until I'm asked. Okay. So when they okay. ask, I say, sure, there's a woman. Um, she works in a building just north of Butler, within two miles of downtown Butler. And um, she's met with a f- two or three of my families now, and she's phenomenal. Because when you're in our back pocket, if you will, through the whole process, we can, in a sense, start depending on you. But there does mm-hmm. have to be a break after the process is yeah. done. Aftercare is a real thing. And, this and, is important. Yes, this and is it really, really is. important. Um, my primary focus is to keep folks comfortable. And that means before, during, and after. So she definitely comes into play when I'm asked. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that we talked about that. I don't think we've touched on no, that before. No, we haven't Because you, know, you are so n- new. I mean, it's been, am I guessing, six months? Have we hit six months yet? We just crossed four months. Across four months. Yes. My goodness. Blink of an eye. And, and, and that says something about what you're doing because if it's only been four months. Correct. And you're at this point already where you've surpassed your goals because mm-hmm. any business has a goal, but you're surpassed that. Mm-hmm. Then you're doing... Something, I say something right, but something that people want. Yeah. Yeah. So that's nice. Final thoughts you want to leave with us? Yeah. I was just thinking the, that the statement that came out earlier, it's a fact. I'm a hometown guy offering a hometown service and finally at a hometown price. Yeah. Spencer D. Geibel. Spencer D. Geibel, funeral home and cremation services. One more time with your contact information, please. Um, primary phone number is 724-287-4042. My personal cell is 412-605-8340, and the website is spencerdgeibel.com, S-P-E-N-C-E-R-D, as in David, Geibel, G-E-I-B-E-L.com. And Tracy, once again, as always, thank you so much, dear. Thank you. I'm glad that you're in once again. We'll talk to you real soon. Thank you. All right. And folks, thank you very much for listening to this program for Let's Talk, this segment. If you would like to listen to this again in its entirety, it will be the podcast of the day. So how you get that is you go online to WISR680.com, pick programs, Let's Talk, and then look for Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know we probably don't have every one of those words on there, Spencer. That's a long title. But look mm-hmm. for that, and that's where you're going to find the podcast. They can always find me somehow. There you go, right? There's we'll always, reach out to you. Absolutely. A will, there's a way. You got it. All right, folks, thank you so much. Have a great day. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk.